Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Bullshit Propaganda. My name is Subhashini Raj. And my name is Zoe, and we are your fabulous hosts. Woo! If you are new to the podcast, welcome. So the whole premise here is to question the ideas and concepts a lot of us have grown up with and accept it as truths. To call it out, have an open discussion, and you know, just calling bullshit. Woo! Today's one is topical, I'd say, and something we really wanted to address for quite a while now. And it's about racism, and specifically one fueled by the recent cases of police brutality towards Indian detainees in Malaysia. The case of Ganapathy, for example, and many others like him. Hmm. Um, but before we get into that, and to people who have not heard episode one, um, why haven't this- you? Yeah, why haven't you, first of all? Like, you should go listen to episode one of season two to get to know us a bit more and every other episode before that as well, obviously. But yeah. Afterwards, all the episodes. Yeah, basically. That. <laughs> um, yeah. And so, yeah, basically, if you haven't heard that and known a bit about our, us, um, yeah, here's a little bit about our ethnicities. So, Zoe... I am 100% Roja. So basically, I am a whole bunch of races from Sri Lanka. And from that, I'm also Eurasian. I'm a bit of Indian as well. And I've got Scottish in their throne. So definitely get a lot of comments about that. But we'll get into that later. How about you, Suba? What's your ethnicity? Hey, hey. Um, so I am full on freaking Tamil. I am Indian, Tamil, um, Malaysian Tamil, I will say. I don't really identify my, with, my, with Indian necessarily, um, just because I think we'll get into that later anyways. But yeah, so fully Tamil, Malaysian, uh, nothing much else to say. <laughs> I keep forgetting to say that I'm like my Indian side is Telugu. I just keep, oh yeah, I'm part Indian. I'm just like, like what kind of Indian? There's so many parts of India. I'm like, oh yeah, by the way, Zoe is part Telugu. Yeah. <laughs> you always remind me to say that when you say Tamil. <laughs> um, but that's your, yeah, that's on you as well. Like if you, I think if you don't identify as Telugu necessarily, but more as brown or Indian, that's fine. To I me, I'm very freaking. So, yes, yeah. you are Tamil. Exactly. So if you're more comfortable with Sri Lankan, or, because it's about your identity, no one else can tell you what it is. And so for me, yeah, I'm, full, I'm more Tamil than I am Indian because Indian also means nationality to me because I have so oh, many yeah. Indian friends and they talk about stuff about being Indian. I'm like, oh, wait, I can't relate. Not necessarily. I understand a lot of it because of movies and, you know, cinema and stuff. But, but it's just a different country, you know, like you are Indian, but you're not an Indian national. Exactly. Like I'm not a Sri Lankan national. I don't know much about what's going on in Sri Lanka other than, you know, what I read up on. But, mm-hmm. you know, I'm... Born in Malaysia. Yeah, exactly. Malaysia, Malaysia, you ask me anything about Malaysian politics, I'll probably have an opinion about it. Because there's a lot to have an opinion about, which I'm sure Honestly, we'll get into true. today a bit as well. Yeah, but, just a little bit. Um, so yeah, so we're both, um, clearly we're both brown, at least brown yeah, presenting. Brown. Um, mm-hmm. We both look brown, basically, that's what I mean. Um, although Zoe's mixed, Zoe doesn't really look that mixed. Yeah, I look Sri Lankan according to people yeah. who have been the Sri Lankan. Sri Lankan. Um, yeah. <laughs> clearly, <laughs> clearly, Sri Lankan. Yes, <laughs> clearly, Zoe Sri Lankan. Um, no, uh, 
I, I agree completely. You look very Sinhalese or Epsilonese, whatever, whichever you want to choose. But yeah, you definitely look I am Sri Lankan. A mix of Sinhalese, Sinhalese, and Dutch burgers. So, you know, it's just like whatever, whatever you want. Just pick, <laughs> just pick one of them. Just pick a chit. Um, yeah, so what my point was, we both look brown. So it makes sense that one, we'd want to address something that we've encountered in our every freaking day lives, especially growing up in Malaysia. Oh um, my God. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, so yeah, what is the bullshit we're calling out today? Well, it's not really that deep. We're calling up the bullshit on racism and the abuse of power by certain authorities. Oh, oh, it's nothing new. Minorities have been discriminated against in every part of the world. And skin color or race is just one way or another of dividing people into us versus them. Yeah, us versus them. It comes back. Always comes back. Yeah. And to those of you who are not from Malaysia or aware of the recent cases we've mentioned earlier, just a little more about that. Yeah. Um, so, A. Ganapadi, that, that's kind of the name we mentioned earlier, right? And um, he was a 40-year-old man who spent 12 days in police custody, got arrested for what? To assist with investigations into his sibling's alleged crimes. So his, siblings, his sibling or his cousin was a wanted man. And so they arrested this guy to help with the investigation, which makes no sense to me. I don't know the law, but that makes, that seems not right. Like if you're a yeah. witness or you're helping, why are you being arrested? But whatever. And so this man, you know, just a, pa- a pal guy, like he just sells milk, you know? Um, and he was then brutally beaten by the police um, while in custody and then sent to the hospital, only at which point then he, his parents were called to go to the hospital to see him. And um, after spending a month at the hospital, at which time, during which time he was exonerated of any charges, um, he, and he had his leg amputated while he was um, in the hospital. And then finally he passed away on 20th of April, which, which is super recent. So, which is exactly why we were talking about this as well. Yeah. And what I've heard about the case is that he also had certain issues. I think he had diabetes and a heart yeah. issue if I'm not mistaken and while he was in police custody his sister went over to give him his medicine and the police refused <gasps> this guy you know was what? yeah he was literally arrested for one for what assisting to I don't even get the logic behind that I feel like I if really you're arrested and someone says like hey this dude needs medicine and there's proof that this guy's a diabetic and all that I feel like the cop should be like oh, fair enough you know here's your medicine even especially on a charge like this it's so inhumane like and if it's anyone absolutely says absolutely like, inhumane and yeah, yeah if anyone says like oh yeah you know you, they shouldn't get medicine why why shouldn't get it get, it's like a human right if you have like an illness like that like it's, yeah it's exactly and i think that's kind of like the basis of um racism right it's it People who are oppressive to another, not just racism, but any kind of oppression, people who are oppressive to another group of people often get away with it, quote unquote, or in, internally get away with it. So in their own minds, they justify it by oh, yeah. making the other group, the them, less human. Human? Wow. How do I say human? <laughs> they dehumanize them, basically. Yeah. And yeah. They, that's why like, a common pe- 
phrase people throw around towards brown and black people is that oh you look like monkeys or gorilla and stuff like that it's just a one way of dehumanizing us even more yeah exactly and you know then in internally you can get away with it because you're like oh well they're, they're less than they're not human so like if we treat them as less than how we treat normal people which is people like us then that's okay right it's yeah. like pocahontas said it man <laughs> if you all remember colors of the wind <laughs> yeah and it's just like it's a superiority complex people like there are always people who want to feel superior towards others and maybe we're all born with it i personally don't remember having this maybe maybe i just can't remember but like we all have to unlearn these toxic traits because racism is so prevalent in our culture you know and oh my god it is Actually, yeah, to be fair, like, I did have a few like racist moments, but I learned that from my parents and I spent my teenage life and young adult life unlearning it. And that's the best you can do, honestly, admit you're wrong and try and do better. Absolutely. And I think people who say I've never been racist are lying <laughs> yeah. in the sense of because I did a poll. Um, we did a poll on this um, on our Instagram story and I asked people if they've ever have been racist and like the option was sometimes or never and most people said sometimes but there were a few people who said never and yeah I'm calling bullshit on that too because I'm like unless you've grown up in a place where you've never seen another race so you didn't even know people existed I don't think it's really possible for someone never to have been racist if not to another race then to your own race yeah and I feel like a lot of people may not remember that they were racist. Like for me, like for me, I had like a little momentary lapse of judgment. I was just like, I think about it. I'm like, yeah, actually, most of the time we learn it from our parents or from our peers. Racism is not like something we're born with. It's something we're taught that, you know, like, oh, this is better than this. Like I remember when I was a kid, people were like, oh, you know, don't go in the sun too much because then no one will want you because your skin will be dark. And then like something else, my That's mom told me. That's me snapping. Me that, yeah, and someone else told me like, oh, you don't want to date a guy darker than you imagine. How dark your kids will be, and I was just like, the fuck, right? Um, so my paternal grandmother, who's gone now, um, she wants. We were watching TV, right? And she's darker than I am. So like, she's one of she's a bit dark, basically, which means nothing. But here's the thing: she was watching TV in my place with my maternal grandmother and myself. Um, and Oprah was on, <laughs> and we we're watching Ooh. Oprah, and she's like, why? Yeah, look, Arparka. Like, why is she so black <laughs> in such a bad way? And I was just like looking at her and then I know I shouldn't, I can't say anything. Like I did say something very lightly, but because, not because I can't say anything because she's older, because I've already, we've already called bullshit on that on episode one. Um, <laughs> but because I knew there was no point, like this is an 80 year old woman who was, um, who was, you know, born in India, then came here, like who's also faced racism on her, her own, obviously, who's never bothered to learn Malay or anything. Um, so she's, she's quite, it's quite deeply entrenched in her. So I was like, I'm not going to even bother bringing this up, but yeah. And my dad's definitely a racist. Um, I've seen it so many times. Like he, he didn't want to go and attack anyone, obviously, but he'll definitely make a lot of the general generalizations that people make against different races, including like because he was he went to school in the U.S., like including to against black people. So not just against other Asians, which he does, and a lot of people do. So, you know, with yeah. Chinese people, there's certain you know things that they have like oh yeah, they the stereotypes exactly that they'll be bad like stingy with money or they'll be racist against you and like clicky against you because you're brown or of another race 
or that Malay people are lazy um, or that Indian people will, you know, attack you or <laughs> like not give you as good of a finished product. For example, if you're hiring a contractor, you would rather, we would rather hire a Chinese contractor versus an Indian one because we're like, oh, the work is better from the Chinese one. So you're already like discriminating against your own race there. Um, yeah. Yeah. And like to, to expand on that point, like the racism inside, like, a group or a certain race is insane like i say race in air quotes because like you'd say like oh all indians are the same race all sri lankans are similar to indians but even then like since we're all even though we're all brown there's so many racist tropes like something i was brought up with even though like i don't agree with it like my dad would be like oh never be never be friends with a malayali because they'll always be liars and always con you out of your stuff and you'd be like don't be friends with the singalese because they are so what's the word irresponsible with your money they're so lazy and um, my mom say like oh Ceylonese men are the worst they're so stingy with their money they won't even want to fix something until like it's absolutely broken and both of them be like oh Eurasians are the worst of the lot and I'm like <laughs> I am Eurasian what the fuck are you guys talking about yeah and you're also oh, you're part not Eurasian Eurasian. and you're part I'm like <laughs> Ceylonese and Dutch burger is a Eurasian race like if you look it up Dutch burger it's literally a Eurasian community and I'm just like guys like you're just being racist towards each other and me right now and I'm like just, just take a step uh, back and no I and it's it's so dumb because okay so I saw it the other way around sort of where we used to scoff at um people who are Malayali for example because um because we used to say that Malayalis think they're very atas that they think they're better than us which obviously is coming from some inferiority complex that Tamilians oh, yeah. have but it's also very real because I've seen it, especially with older generations where we, so we as in Tamilians are looked down upon for being Tamil um, or South Indians. So that's another one, North India to South India. And I've seen this not just in Malaysia, but also in India. So in Malaysia, you see it more with the subcultures within India that are more prevalent in Malaysia, which tends to be obviously the biggest one is Tamils and then Malayali, Stilingus, um, South Indians and then Punjabis. But in India itself, you see, you know, North India versus South India more than between the other states, although obviously that's also present, um, but you see it more with the bigger divide. And that I think, and not I think, I know, comes back to colorism and, you know, wanting to be fairer, which obviously is a trickle down from the colonial times. And so, because North Indians are fairer and South Indians are darker. And I think if like, for example, Malayalis are fairer, Tamilians are darker. Um, yeah, so we get looked down upon for that as well. And we look down upon ourselves. And then within Tamilians, you're like, if you're fairer, you're better. Like you said, right? How um, yeah. don't play in the sun because you're dark. No one will want you. Um, same, same concept. Where does that come from, right? Like, let's just, it's always us blaming white people. <laughs> Honestly, but to be fair, to be fair, they got on your ship, went around the world, fucked it up, and then went home. Pretty much. <laughs> Every time like, I will, frame colonialism. I will, okay, you can call me like whatever you want, but I will never stop blaming white people for messing up the society of like the whole world and putting their Eurocentric like idealistics on everyone, even though we were happy the way we were. I mean, like, for example, like well, honestly okay okay i mean like happy in a, in in a, to a certain extent like for example like 
Polynesians, uh, this is kind of off topic, but Polynesians, like they used to wear whatever they wanted, like for like, uh, their formal wear was, you know, not completely covered. Europeans came there and said, oh, you know, that's, that's, that's too, you know, it's too much, you know, it's too, what's the word, too revealing. And they're like, oh, that's your traditional wear, not right wear. So that's why I do not like what white people have done to our culture, because like, they've determined what is good for us, like what laws should we put in place. Um, That's what, the what lie, right? Like we helped yeah. them. Did we that's really the, have a choice? No, exactly. So that's the lie they say in their history books, they came here and they taught the brutes oh, that's how what you to mean. live. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, like quote unquote helped us when obviously we, I mean, okay, I went to a public school here and so I learned Malaysian history and I know for a fact um, I mean, obviously, history is based on whoever's writing it, but or whoever's whoever won it, and then whoever's writing it. But because I read it from an Asian perspective, um, yeah, definitely did not help us. But that's a whole other topic, I think, and something we have oh covered God. in a previous episode Probably. a little bit. Yeah, 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 we did. Um, I think episode four. I yeah yeah it's it, it, it episode season? three or four. No, of episode of season one, our first oh, two episodes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we oh, gender norms, yes. Yeah, yeah, we definitely did. Um, so kind of going back to the case of Mr. Ganapati, um, so like obviously police brutality and brutality or racism against um, brown people has been happening in Malaysia for years and years now. It's nothing new. It's basically a parallel to what's been happening in the US um, again for years against black people. Um, but this time, maybe because of social media or I don't know what, like maybe because of, of COVID as well, like people have less distractions. Um, this case has finally sparked some public attention and, you know, people are finally like saying something about it and people are using the hashtag, for example, like um, hashtag justice for Ganapadi. Um, I don't know, like, what do you feel about people using like just putting stuff up online like do you think that helps or like is it's enough okay so i've said this to a few people already and this i guess is the first time saying on my podcast i am infuriated by the way malaysians handle our own cases of police brutality because you'll see them like you know last summer last june when they were like everyone was talking about black lives matter what's going on in the u.s is horrible they should be put in prison police brutality has to come to an end but yet we are well aware of how police treat Indians in Malaysian society so far like I grew up knowing exactly what to be aware of like my dad has been stopped by cops he's told me what has happened to him my friends have told me what has happened to him and I'm just like this is ridiculous we already know what's going on and yet no one wants to talk about it and even now with this case Ganapati's case has gotten attention it is still nothing compared to how Malaysians reacted to the Black Lives Matters movement and it's just like you know you know exactly what's wrong in our society why aren't you saying more about it I just keep it quiet because you you feel attacked I don't know man to me I think part of it is because um people like if it's something happening elsewhere in the U.S. people don't feel like there's no repercussions for you saying anything here the government here, the authorities here aren't going to come after you for voicing your opinions, for, you know, being quite loud and objecting something that's happening, you know, across the ocean, you know, 
something that's happening in the US, the US police or FBI or CIA is not going to come after you. Maybe, God knows, CIA does some weird shit, but you know, generally they're not going to come after you. But if you, go, you say something against our local government, where you live, obviously like people are going to be afraid of the repercussions to themselves. And that's normal. You know, that's bound to happen, especially in a authoritarian Asian sort of society. I think that's another thing. People think we, d- we don't live in, uh, in an authoritarian. Oh, we do. Country. We do. Yeah. Oh, we didn't even elect the government that's in power right now. And they've literally held off the elections. They've yeah. Legally done that. I put in air quotes. But I feel like, yeah, to a point, you may be right. But if enough people talk about the police brutality happening in Malaysia, we can actually put an end to it because people will be like, oh yeah, people are getting shot in the US. Hell, people are getting beat up in custody. People are getting beat up on the street by the police. Yeah. Like, like I've told Suba this before. Remember the birthday rallies when BN was still in power and how oh the police, be, it would be reported everywhere. It, people would admit there'd be videos of the cops mistreating people, tear gas in the eyes, literally just for wanting a clean election because that's what per se means in Malay. Yeah. It means clean. clean. And that's all we wanted and the police were treating people awfully it was in the news like everywhere the star had no problem posting it but did they do anything did they face any consequences no nope. no they did not so the bursi rally um as zoe kind of mentioned was a rally done by um a society of people i think it was i can't remember what their name was um I think they were a party as well, like a political party. Um, okay. I, I might be wrong. I might be wrong, but just a, or just a group of people led by mostly Indians um, or at least, yeah, led by an Indian guy, I think. And it was done to, you know, get the government to clean up the elections and to um, have a independent body um, in charge of the election so that there can be less corruption happening. Uh, I mean, we had the whole blackout situation. So if you don't know what we're talking about and you're not from Malaysia, go Google this stuff. <laughs> Honestly, um, I think it's going to take too much time out of us to explain all of this. Yeah, and it's so tiring trying to go through it all that is, emotions. Oh my God, it is. And it's actually really sad. And this is something, again, Zoe brought up to me about the statistics, but the Indians are only 8 freaking percent of Malaysia's oh. population. And how um, the recent statistics says that of the 8%, so of 55% of reported police brutality cases in Malaysia, sorry, yeah, 55% of the cases are against Indians. What am I saying? Just, yeah. just to repeat yeah. that, 8, 8% of Malaysia's entire population are Indians, 8%, all right? So 92% are all other people's races. But in the cases of police brutality, 55% are against Indians. Can you just... Let that sit. Mass that for a second. second. Just like the small population is more than half of the cases of police brutality in Malaysia. Mm-hmm. And that's no small number. It's mm-hmm. just that it's quietened down. Like I'll see the post on Facebook. I'll share it as much as I can. But Ganapati's case is the first one I've seen to actually get quite a lot of attention. But still, it's not enough. People need to do better. People need to help us fight police brutality. Yeah, and not just police brutality, but racism in general. And, you know, it's, and that's, that's, that's another thing, right? I think people in the West um, might see it as like, oh, white people against everyone else. But I think if you've never lived in, in, in Malaysia or Singapore, where it's more mixed, 
um, in terms of mixed Asian cultures or mixed Asian races, you won't realize how much racism there is between different Asian people. Like Indians look down on Chinese, Chinese look down on Indians. You know, I think we mentioned, I mentioned it before, how like we all have different racial stereotypes against different races that are Asian. So not enough that we get looked down upon by white people. We also look down on each other. <laughs> Honestly, like as one who studied in an American school and like I've met quite a lot of American people, I've lived in American society for quite a bit. I've actually realized that there is also intersectional, like interracial um racism there like hispanics would be racist against blacks blacks would be racist against hispanics some will be racist towards chinese like it's everywhere but malaysia it's legal in malaysia it's illegal oh shit wait how do you mean it's oh yeah because like based on a constitution like everyone can practice their own religion everyone can practice their own race while respecting each other this or whatever but no one enforces it yeah and like to be like for an example like if you live in Malaysia and you're looking for an apartment, I'm pretty sure you've come across a sign, no African-Americans. They use a worse word. I'm just going to say Africans, African-Americans, anyone that's black, no Indians. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. And they're legally allowed to put that. Like, I want Airbnb looking for a place and they'll be like, oh, Muslim tenants only, Malay tenants only. Or like, Chinese and only. And Chinese only, like, oh, and job positions. We want Mandarin speakers only. And then people could be like, oh, yeah, Indian, speak, Indian people can speak uh, Chinese. No, no. A dude who actually spoke Mandarin fluently, went to a Chinese school and everything, went for a job interview. And as soon as he went in, they're like, mm, you're not the kind of person we're looking for. And basically saying we're not Chinese, but in a more professional way. So that is how mm. it's legally racist here. Like, if this happened in any other Western country, any developed country, I feel like... People would be outraged... And like that company would go down. Like, yeah. And it would never happen here because it's so bloody accepted. Like I'm looking for a house right now to move. And one of the first questions a lot of them ask is, what race are What's you? What's your race? Why does it have anything to do with how I'm a good tenant? And even more than that, like I might make pay. millions, man. You don't know. Yeah, and actually, I did a paper on the Malaysian I work in an NGO. I really don't make millions. Don't rob me. <laughs> Honestly, we're both poor, so please leave us alone. We are oh, both yeah, yeah. We should start a GoFundMe. We should. Just please fund us. Like, let us, let us get a new apartment. Give me cat food. <laughs> just let me buy a new mic. Because <laughs> I'm loaning this one. Yeah, honestly, get us, get us a sound system. Let us produce good quality stuff for you. But yeah, yeah, like actually I was reading the constitution, you know, and basically I was doing a report on it. And I saw like in article 153, basically, basically talking about, you know, like the racial rights and everything here. It says that we are not supposed to like discriminate scholarships. So everyone should have an equal opportunity to have a scholarship in Malaysia. But it's a well-known fact amongst everyone in Malaysia that Indian and Chinese people can get like in like 16 A's. I don't know how many subjects you can do for SPM, like 15 Oh, this A's. was way like, before um, they changed the rules. But yeah, 16 A's, 17 A's. People used to do crazy amounts. Yeah, but at that point, I remember my friends were getting that amount. And they would still be passed over for a Malay person who only had like 7 A's perhaps, yeah. or maybe 10 A's. Yeah. And it's a well-known fact because like, my classmates would compare it with each other. And everyone knew this was happening. And it's yeah. illegal. But is anyone doing anything about it? It's sort of illegal because um, there's the social contract. 
um, which is also part of the constitution, which was put in place um, as a temporary solution to mm -hmm. even the playing field. Because um, at the time when the British left, now I'm giving history lesson, wow. When the British left, um, they put in the social contract with the constitution because the Malays at the time were, in, were kept in the farms, doing farmer sort of jobs. And so they didn't have as much money, education as the Indians and Malays who were living in the cities because they were working either in the Bijitima, the mining, tin mining uh, um, yeah. industry and the people who owned businesses. And they were also working in like, some people were in rubber estates and stuff. Um, but yeah, so generally like Indian Malay, Indian Chinese had better education, um, were living in the city versus Malays weren't. So they put in the social contract to give Malays more opportunities so that they can catch up. But the social contract, which exists in other countries as well, or it used to exist, is supposed to be taken out once that equilibrium is achieved. Um, was it taken out? No, they were supposed to. But then once it was achieved, they actually had a revision and they were like, mm, no, it's fine. Exactly. Uh, and who's going to fight you because you're what, like 80%, 70% of the population? You are the majority. No one can fight. And it's in the constitution that to be a prime minister, you have to be uh, Muslim and Malay. So, I mean, you have to be Malay, which technically means you have to be Muslim in our legal uh, system. I think like we had this one guy, he had the attorney general position or something like that. For the first time, it wasn't held by a Muslim. It was held by an Indian Christian. And the amount of death threats he had, I can't remember what the position was, but I remember it was like well publicized. I'm not sure what's happening with him now. But people really hate it when yeah. in Malaysia, yeah. if yeah. non-Muslim people hold positions of power, it's just like, yeah. what are you so worried we're going to do? Take away your rights and make a secondary, make you guys secondary citizens? Basically Take do what you've been doing to us? And that's basically <laughs> what all races are afraid of, I think, in general. Like, that's why they're so afraid to give, like, minorities rights. Because they know, like, what, we've, what they've put is true. Yeah, exactly. And, and you know, that's, it's, it's not something new. Like we said before, it's happened time in and time out again. And, you know, in Malaysia, it's like, for example, growing up, I know... Uh, Zoe has heard this, I've heard it, where Indian and Chinese people, to this day actually, are referred to as um, quote-unquote pendatang, which basically is translated into someone who came in. So Visitors, arrivals, guests. Yeah, not guests. Like guests is such a nice word. It does not mean guests. It's someone who yeah, came in. Yeah, like arrivals, but in the, like basically like how Americans call like immigrants or these aliens. Yeah. Basically how they refer to aliens. I feel yeah. like aliens is the word. Dehumanizing again, right? But yeah. it's so fucking sad. Like, and, and you know, like basically that amounts to people telling us to come back, go back to India, go back to China. I'm like, bro, like I said in the beginning, I don't identify as Indian. And I'm Zoe doesn't I, like identify as a Sri Lankan coming from Sri Lanka. So or a Scot coming from Scotland. So where are we supposed to go back? Huh? Like, when Tell I go me. back home, I'll, I'll, go, I'll go to Sentul, bro. <laughs> like, yeah, I'll go back to Clay. <laughs> like, that's home. <laughs> go back to where you came from is such a... Ugh. Go back to India. Dude, okay, fine. I'm at least okay. If I go to India, sure, I won't feel at home, but I can fit in because I can speak Tamil. But poor Zoe here... <laughs> Okay. <laughs> 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 but basically, so my family, 
I'm so, so basically, like, my family came over from Sri Lanka and basically they cleaned out their whole identity to fit in to Malaysian society. So no one knows how to speak Singhalese in Singhala. I can't remember what the name of the language is. That's how bad Singhalese. I am. But Singhala as well. Yeah, yeah it's interchangeable. No, no, it's Singhala and Singhalese people. Yes, that's what I thought, but I didn't want to make a mistake. So it's Singhala you, people. You're good. So Singhala, Singhala language. So I don't know how to speak Singhala. I don't know how to write. I don't sing certain Singhalese words, but sing Singhala words. But like, can you imagine going to like, can you imagine going to like Spain and be like, yes, uh, uno burrito to say good morning. <laughs> that, that's literally how. <laughs> uno burrito, por favor. <laughs> <laughs> like, sir, you are at, you're, you're at the grocery store. We do not sell burritos here. <laughs> Supermercado. Um, we're both learning Spanish as well. Um, Zoe's like, a lot better. Si. Si. Si, señor. Muy bien. <laughs> to be no fair, bien. my Gallic is better. To be fair, my Gallic is better, but honestly, like, I wouldn't fit in there because um, I am brown. Mm-mm. Actually, no. So I, you might be able to, I mean, not in um, Scotland, but in Spain, I, when I was in Spain, like, if I spoke Spanish, because I can, I can say, I can say a few things to, like, order stuff, people just keep talking to me in Spanish, because we Bro. do have, like, Latinx features. Bro, so I was in Florida, right? So I was in Forever 21, like, I was, like, shopping for my things and everything, and this lady comes up, like, she's, like, a grandmother with her niece and, or whatever, or with her granddaughter, I don't know, but she was old, and she basically speaks, started speaking to me in uh, very sparse Spanish, I was like, uh, and she's like I gotta go gringa and walk away I'm like I'm not even white she's not gringa means white yeah I'm like I'm not white no, I do call Zoe white sometimes but that's just honestly, me <laughs> honestly like as Eurasian as I am the only thing that that is Eurasian is my mouth like my voice my tongue because like for some reason I cannot eat anything hotter than pepper without crying but we gotta anyway, work on that, that we're gonna work we got on it. that. <laughs> Honestly, everyone has tried. Everyone has failed. So that's it. I am working on speaking Tamil. So you know. Yeah, actually, that's something. Um, yeah, something we've talked about is um the judgment you've gotten from other brown people for not being able to speak Tamil, and unfortunately, this is something I've seen okay. personally, and even worse, something I have been part of when I was younger. I've been the shamer, um, and like you know scolding or you know judging kids who couldn't speak tamil when they were brown um i'll tell you where i was coming from you know being the shamer but where do you think that judgment was coming from zoe um, of people judging you for not being able to speak tamil i think i think like as much as like brown people idolize white people we hate to see a brown person acting white i i, I don't want to say Yes, muy bien, gracias. <laughs> that means a uh, black butt or brown butt um, white person. I like to call myself a coconut because I am brown on the outside but white on the inside. I have another thing I mean, about that, right? Sorry, um, coconut versus Oreos, right? People say coconut or Oreos. I'm like, at least stick to the Asian one, man. Coconut at least. Like, don't go Oreos on me, okay? Yeah, bro. Like, I feel like I, I have the complexion of a very light coconut and it works pretty well. And yeah, so basically, like, anytime I'm in Indian society, like, in Malaysia, like, if I go to a mamak, I order in BM because, like, most of the time they can't speak English, but they can speak Malay. But then when they speak 
to me. They speak in Tamil. They refuse to speak BM to me. So I just go to my friend who can just only order in Tamil. I'm like, Prem, can you tell him I want a roti chanai and a Milo ice and dal? Just, I just want dal. All you white kids. <laughs> and, and, and the looks they give me like, I will not let my son marry you. Fine, I don't want to marry a fucking son, lah, bodo. Yeah, she already got. I mean, Zoe's already got someone. Zoe's good. I do, I do, and we both cannot speak Tamil together. <laughs> Link doesn't have. And he, he is more Indian than I am, bro. Yeah, he's he is more Indian than I am. I always forget they've got Indian in them. When I say they, I mean Zoe. I he's mean just, uh, Nick and his sister. They're just Roja. They, they're Roja. They're about the same Roja as me. But they look more Roja, even though they are more Asian. This is true. This is very unfair. But honestly, like, he can definitely talk about, like, not belonging everywhere. Because people are just like, what are you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think we'll definitely, if enough people want it, we will definitely have Nick on. For, if not the episode on, like, not being Asian enough or not being whatever enough, on another episode. For sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. He loves to talk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and he's got a own, his own podcast, though. So it's on a bit of a hiatus right now. It's called yeah, What's Unsaid. Po- yes. And he talks about what's unsaid in our common world. So if you want to listen to those episodes, I'm a producer there because I have the studio, but it's COVID. So we can't have guests in the studio. So we've got to probably do stuff like this. Yeah. So but we, we yeah. are recording remotely. Um, I don't think we ever prefaced with that this time, but yes, we are. Because yeah. um, if you live in Malaysia, you know that we are now going through CMC, oh, MCO. MCO, M- MCO, yeah. KL is being announced on the 7th. And I'm just like... Mm. So, yeah. Um, we're we're yeah. doing this remotely. So, if our energy is a bit different, we're probably not as fun or chaotic. Um, um, we don't apologize, but caveat. It, it's, it's, it is what it is. Yeah. So I did say, I will say why I used to judge people who didn't speak Tamil. And obviously I've like called Zoe White so many times in a judgy way. I don't judge. I'm just teasing now. (laughs) But I used to judge when I was younger. And um, I think part of that um, is because, um, I don't know, because it's something we saw. We saw our older people do. We saw our parents do. And so we didn't question it, being so young and being Asian and asked not to question things. We also did it. But I think the other bit, um, something Zoe, I think, touched on is there's this pride we carry about, or we carried about our own language. And we thought less of someone who didn't take the time to learn their mother tongue. But yeah, I think that's part of it. At least like the way I was raised, I was raised to really like look up to the Tamil language and my culture. Um, And although I definitely have had moments where I've tried to seem less Indian because of all the stereotypes against Indians. So for example, I will also not speak Tamil if possible when I was out with my family. I will speak in English because I didn't want to seem like a typical Indian or like an India Indian. And so yeah, that was that. Like I mean there's just so much internalized racism and this yeah, is I do something that's like- not talked about enough. I do feel that society has just labeled anything to do with Indian culture unclean and dirty. So we want to prove that we're not. And it's just like proving that we are civilized. And touching on like, people like, oh, you didn't even bother to learn your mother tongue. I, I, I just want to tell them like, homie, I am not Tamil. I'm a Noe Tamil. 
there's nothing in me that is tempted. I'm just trying my best to survive as a brown, white, a brown, brown, white Eurasian girl, man, person, girl presenting person. Mm-hmm. I mean, no, um, to me, it wasn't just Tamil. It was like Sinhalese, whatever your language is. Yeah, as long as you spoke that as a child. And uh, sometimes to this day, I think I hold a bit of that. Like, I won't judge you immediately. I'll ask why. So for example, you, I know that you didn't really have a teacher to teach you. Your parents didn't really speak it. So, you know, there wasn't really as much of an avenue for you to learn it. While with your, your grandmother, you, you know, you learned Gaelic because there was someone there to teach you. So it wasn't that lack of effort on your part. You didn't have someone to teach you, you know, your brown language. And that's okay. fine. That's not your fault. And you're trying right now. Okay. Okay. So even my grandmother, who is, who is part Scott, she never learned Gaelic because her father, my great-grandfather, who is a Scotsman, when he came to Sri Lanka, he didn't want to feel judged by society. You know, he wanted to prove that he was Sri Lankan and for some reason, like people didn't like white people back then in Sri Lanka. I don't know what that was about, but that was a thing. They didn't get on. So, they didn't drink the Kool Aid yet about white people are better than everyone else. I don't know what was going on there, but yeah. So they didn't want them to get together because he was a white boy. Literally, that's what they said. So they changed his name and everything. And then when they came down to Malaysia again, they didn't teach them their Sri Lankan language or your, or their Gaelic because they wanted to fit into Malaysian society. So I had to take the effort to learn Gaelic. Tamil, I just didn't have a good teacher. My dad did try to teach me, but he is the worst teacher when it comes to languages. So I am sorry, I did try. And, but I could, I learned Gaelic online and it's actually pretty good. I can kind of hold like a small conversation in it. But yeah, it's just me. I like learning my languages. And yeah, so I understand, but coming from my background, I understand if people just don't have the opportunity or, you know, their ancestors have like tried to ingrain themselves into society to prove that they are enough with the society and that's like the topic i guess of what we're talking about today like yeah are yeah. we really are we enough for this country are we malaysian enough or in mm-hmm. other people are you, if you are mixed are you really yeah and it's like it's so sad right because your family did so much to try and fit in and then data people have the audacity to tell us to go back to india or go back to wherever and you're like bro we gave up everything it wasn't our choice. We weren't. We didn't like, oh, get, let's get on a board and go to this small ass country called Malaysia. Oh, no, no. Like my ancestors, freaking three generations ago and Zoe's, what, three, four generations ago? Three, three. Yeah. Um, were brought here by white people <laughs> who said, oh, they have better jobs, better pay. Um, oh my God. Let's exactly. go there. Um, no, we don't fucking get scholarships as much as other people here now. Okay. So we yeah. were freaking, what's the word? Um, catfished. We were catfished. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just really sad because like, I understand that people like other migrants, like, we look up to, you know, uh, white immigrants in Malaysia, we call them expats and we give them the best treatment. Yeah, but then, and then on the other, other immigrants side. come in. Exactly. Bangladeshis, Pakistanis, all of them like slurs and call them horrible when yeah. they're just doing the same thing those white people are doing. They're just giving their people, they're giving their families a better life. Exactly. They're sending money back home, man. Like, why are we treating them like shit? Exactly. We get a kick out of it. And that's something like, I remember never agreeing with my parents on to be like, oh, you're yeah, unclean. Like, you know, like it's yeah. your job, stuff like that. And like, and to all these Bangladeshis, you know, that are making things worse. No, they're really just it's like everyone else trying to marry with their family, you know? Exactly. And I always like, especially because I left the country to study, 
I always tell my dad and my parents that, so what do you, what do you think people in brown people, Indian people, the people that you're proud of who are working in the US and the UK, um, how do you think they're being treated by the people who are from there? The exactly the way you are thinking of and treating Bangladeshis and Nepalis and other people who are coming here to, as I always say, trying to give a better freaking life to their families exactly the same way that's like just turn the, the, the thing around you know like put it back on your people how would you feel if you were treated that way do unto others as you would like others to do unto you people what's the live Absolutely. by you know it's serious it's super such quoting goddamn jesus in here <laughs> i did not know that was a bible thing well oh it was a verse do unto others as you want others to do unto you i think that's yeah. a bible verse cool. i believe that's a bible verse you went to sunday school but, I don't know. <laughs> but, ba- but I know very well, like, so basically, like, love their neighbors, I love themselves. For all the Christians looking out there, like, you're supposed to love everyone equally. You're supposed to treat them as if you were your, as they were you, you know, how would you like Equals, to be not dehumanize people. Yeah, don't dehumanize. Like, next time you see, like, your Bangladeshi a waiter and a mama, you know, try to clean up, or, you know, like, an Af- uh, Nigerian student, don't be like, oh, yeah, they're, they're here to steal jobs, they're here to, you know, like, sell drugs, stuff like that. That's exactly what you're doing when you want to go to the UK in the US, but that yeah, you are co- fine with. Yeah, when you go to the UK and US, you want people to treat you as a, a human being. So who are you to, you know, not want that for other people, you know? Like, yeah. that's, that's a shitty thing to say. Oh, yeah, and we've been talking about this the whole time, right? Like, from the start, how brown people are being demonized and being discriminated against by, let's say, Malays or Chinese in Malaysia, mostly Malays, let's say, right? Uh, now you're doing the exact same thing. You are repeating that cycle of abuse and that's never going to end well for anyone. Just take it out of the context of race and us versus them and put it into context of interpersonal relationships, maybe. Whatever works for you, man. Go see a therapist, talk it out, like figure your shit out, but catch catch when you're going to do something like that or when your yeah. thought patterns are going that way and stop yourself when you can yeah and sometimes you may think that being racist is like oh yeah you know i don't i don't like spit at the waiter or anything but it could be something way smaller than that like do you tell your indian friends oh smile open your eyes i can see you in the dark now so that's another way to like catch those microaggressions you know or like you know like don't pull your eyes up to to mock your chinese friends you know like i really hope no one's doing that Especially yeah, but it's a common here. thing. It's such a common thing to do as a teenager. We don't realize mm-hmm. how wrong it yeah. is. Yeah. So if you, and even like in adulthood, I catch my adult friends saying like, "Oh yeah, you know, you're so dark. You're blending into the dark. Like it's very uncomfortable. Just don't say it." Yeah. And like, what am I supposed to do about that? Like, cool, funny, haha. Moving on. Like that yeah, made so, that was not. It's not even a good joke. At least be creative. Yeah. Just like. I understand that this is how we grew up in Malaysia, but just catch yourself. We can do better than our previous generation. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to step on a high horse and say, I've never made those comments. I did because at the time I thought it was funny and cool. But then I realized that I realized the error of my ways. And that's what we really want to see. We don't want people to be perfect. We want people to grow. I'm going to try. Just try. And learn from their mistakes. Like, it's not that hard to not make a racist comment, to think back and think, before you say something like that, if you think it's funny, stick back. Hmm, is this going to offend anyone? And if it's going, if you feel it's going to offend someone, don't. If you have to clarify Word. it's a joke, don't say it, because you know people are not going to take it as a joke. 
Yeah. And to people who say, oh, but um, no offense, yeah? Da, da, da. Um, um, oh, um, you already mean offense. Thank you. You, you know they're going to take offense. You know, and somewhere in their head, you're gonna, they're going to think it's offensive. That's why you put that statement there. So just don't say it. And something my mother always said when I was growing up, if you have nothing else to say, don't say it. Yeah, say nothing at all. And with that, I feel like we can wrap up because as usual, we have gone way longer than we wanted to. so anyway thank you so much for listening to this episode i hope you guys enjoyed this and again you know like if you guys are interested in dating super please send your date oh my god I stop, 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 stop. <laughs> ah every time dude it's mco no one's dating anyway yeah you can talk you can text you know like just send me your, your, your birth time i'll drop your astrological chart i'll tell you if you're compatible and you know we'll set something up because you know i, I want to get super i want to get super you know tied up you know yeah, I, yeah, so I we, want that life. Yeah, I want, sure. I want that life for my girl. You know, she deserves that that good loving. <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord. Anyway, yeah. so yeah, that's the end of this podcast. I hope you guys found this beneficial and maybe it gives you some insights on how to curb your own unintentional racist remarks. Absolutely. Habits. Yeah, and if you have any thoughts or suggestions or comments, um, as usual, please DM us at the bullshit propaganda underscore podcast on Instagram. As well as and, dating applications. Oh my god, stop it. Stop and it. Of course, <laughs> and of course, you know, like keep follow us if you can on spotify you know we'll always have a new episode every monday and uh, we will try we will try we didn't miss last we week we will do they don't know they don't know of course they do they can read they probably, i hope you probably didn't know man just just chill just pretend like nothing happened last week never <laughs> happened dude yeah yeah covid took away last week yeah yeah, yeah covid took away home last year what you're talking about yeah. we're going back in time back to the future that's a whole other conversation to have another day but um till then bye-bye bye, -bye. bye. bye.